Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. We're going to go to Stephen on the phone here. What we'll do is on Saturday when we were out with Fulton Holmes and our cause for pause, we asked people where their battery power was. Okay. So Stephen will have to guess just based on their name, their town, and their occupation where they are with their battery power on their phones. So you're basically giving a, a, a small amount of information yep. and you're expecting people to judge based upon that. We'll give them a range. All right, then. Yep. All okay. Right. Ready, to go, ready to go, Stephen? I'm ready. Here we go. Ryan and I'm in Mesa. I work for GoDaddy. He's in Mesa. He works for GoDaddy. He's got a good charge on that phone. Is he above or below 90%? Below. Below 90? What is the percentage that the battery's on? 94. Did your wife let hers run down? Always. Yeah, there you go. All right, so you missed that one, Stephen. Here's your next one. Chris, uh, Queen Creek, and I'm a procurement. I'm in procurement. Procurement. He's he's in procurement, which could mean just about anything. He's a thief is what he is. So, where do you think his battery power is? Is it above or below 60%? Below. Below. Do you have your phone with you? I do. What's your battery percentage on? 40. It's a little low for this time of day, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. Uh, long night. <laughs> yeah, right. he, was, he was doing some late nights. You up? Texting. He was procuring late at night. Yes, he certainly he was. was procuring the bootay. Okay, so here is your last one, Steve, and let's do this. Seth from Santan Valley. What do you do for a living, Seth? I'm a PLC programmer. Okay, PLC programmer. Sounds to me like that'd be a careful, very precise person. I don't know what PLC is. Me neither. Okay, then. (laughs) So, Stephen, we're going to give you the same question. Above or below 50%? I would say above. All righty, then. What is your battery power on? 52%. It's a little low for this time of day, don't you think? I've been playing video games. Nice. All right. You know what? 52 is above 50, so you did win. Congratulations. Nice job, Stephen. You got two out of three. Thank you. And where is your battery power about right now? 89. And falling. (laughs) Nice job, Stephen. He had his pulse on what those people were doing. His pulse is very, very low. I was going to say barely. He barely had a pulse. But he did a great job. He got two out of three. He so. can't expect everybody to be as awake as we are in the morning. That is very, very true. Yeah. It's Mark and Neanderthal. You know, a quick uh, good morning to our friend Pete from Bluebell Ice Cream, who actually took the time to come out and visit us on Saturday and didn't get booties for his dog. He, I guess he does. He, he either has them or doesn't have a dog. We never even talked about it. He actually just stopped by to say hi. Just to say hi because he's a nice guy. And it was a million degrees. And he didn't bring us ice cream. Which is because it was a million degrees. Okay, then. Right. <laughs> we were laughing about how impossible that would be to drive back from Queen Creek with ice cream in your car. Yeah, well, I mean, when it was all said and done, I think between you and me and the five promotions kids we had out there, we, we could have done a, a gallon of ice cream. We could. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, we could have worked on that. Done, done that in 20 minutes. It's easy. He was saying that he is as insanely busy right now because ice cream sales are going through the roof, which kind of makes a little bit of sense because times are so uncertain 
we look for those things that sort of I, what I was reading is we, we look for things that remind us of our childhood a lot of times. And you go, uh, you go to comfort foods yeah, comfort and things food like that. Yeah. Yeah. Comfort foods. And that can be from all times in your life. But a lot of times it has to do with childhood. So ice cream is, is totally associated with that. Um, he said, you know, bluebell vanilla is just like they can barely keep it in stock. Yeah. Yeah. Know, so now it's it's uh, it, it's interesting because you go through the uh, the frozen food section and the ice cream. You, there's always a guy that's restocking the ice cream. No you know, shortage of that. And, you know, and this is probably no surprise. Pasta sales are up like 200 percent because it's cheap. Yep. Yeah, and, I mean, when, and, when and finances get tight, people buy inexpensive food. And Pischetti makes people feel good. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Pischetti. Um, yep. Pizza, um, mac and cheese. Yeah. Well, it's ramen noodles. Those are all up like 100%. And that, that That's all makes sense. because you can get 9,000 bags for two mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Hot dogs, bacon, uh, lunch meats are all yeah, like selling are, very, very, very steadily. These are all things that are economically, and by the way, available. Remember, when you go for a while, there was, and we may see this again, who knows, when you go to the supermarket, you had a limit on how much chicken you could buy or how much uh, steak or whatever it is you could buy. So what you would do is you would buy two things of chicken legs and then buy like two packages of chicken breast. So you had both of them because now you're going over the limit. Yeah. You yeah. find you like creative ways to get past the limit. It's funny. You just used a two word phrase there that I think kind of describes our outlook on life right now. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Who knows? That's kind of where we're at. Yeah. yeah. I guess we should just do this. Oh, it's Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay, it's really simple. We got to keep you updated on coronavirus, as painful as that may be, but maybe we can ease the pain with some humor in a segment we call Mark and Neanderthal's Coronavirus Update with with Jokes. jokes. All right, so let's give you some numbers, shall we? Currently... The caseload of COVID-19 cases in the United States is now up over 4 million people. All right. 4 million. And, of course, we've got that uh, that testing blitz that's happening here in the state of Arizona because we are actually number one in the deaths per capita statistic. Number one. Number one. Arizona, number one. Three. Three. So this couple gets married, and they're undressing for bed on their wedding night. Wow. And the husband hands his wife his pants. He says, here, try these on. And she says, what? Why? He says, just put them on. She goes, well, they're way too big. I can't wear those. He goes, that's right. I wear the pants in this marriage, and don't you forget it. She goes, oh, all right, I got it. So she takes off her panties and hands them to him and says, here, try these on. And he goes, well, these are tiny. I'm not going to be able to get into these things. I can't get into these panties. They're too small. He goes, that's right. And that's the way it's going to stay until your attitude changes. Wait, What? So baseball starts on Thursday. Yes, indeed. Baseball starts on Thursday. They picked a marquee game. Washington Nationals, the world champions, versus the New York Yankees. Of I course, forgot that they'd won the World Series. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, so much has happened since then. But it's the Nationals against the Yankees. And your first pitch will be thrown at by infectious disease expert, <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, will they wash the balls after after he's done throwing them? What, are you kidding me? Of okay. course they Making will. sure. Um, you know, he is 79 years old. So I think we're looking at a torn rotator cuff. <laughs> Thankfully, he's a doctor. So this guy goes into a paper store and he asks the very attractive girl behind the counter. He says, do you keep stationary? And she says, well, usually, but if I'm really getting into it, I'll wiggle and moan a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
So in uh, in Europe and South America, the virus is continuing to rage. Two million cases of COVID-19 now in Brazil and Colombia has passed 200,000. The European Union has and I don't know, this is eight hundred fifty eight billion dollars is the uh, is the you know, conversion rate, 750 billion euro in their stimulus package. So even the Europeans are giving their citizens money because it's had an economic impact of COVID-19. Yep. So zookeeper's making his rounds one day. He notices a female gorilla is very agitated, and he knows that when they get agitated like that, it's a sign that they're in heat. So the zookeeper says he doesn't want to figure out, figures he doesn't want to get her more agitated, so he starts contacting other zoos in the area to see if they've got a male gorilla, right? And the zoos are like, well, well, no, we don't have any other gorillas. <clears throat> a couple days go by, female gorilla is still getting more frustrated. He decides his last option. He goes up to one of the custodians and says, hey, Dale, I got a favor to ask. I need you to have sex with a female gorilla, and it's worth $2,000. So Dale says, well, yeah, under a couple of conditions, I need three conditions to be met. Because the first condition is, and nobody can ever know about this one. Zookeeper says, of course not. The second, I don't have to kiss her, right? He goes, no, no problem. No kissing at all. He goes, all right, I'm going to need some time to get to the $2,000. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> all righty then. So that is your Mark and Neander Paul coronavirus update with jokes. You probably saw the other day, you might have seen this on the news, John Lewis passed away. He was a, a congressman, civil rights guy, and, uh, you know, there were many tributes to him. I saw that, you know, I heard somebody mention he's been serving in Congress since 1985, and I was like, geez, that's a long time. That's 35 years right there. Now, let's 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 just make it clear right now. There is no intent for a political position to be taken here. Neither one of us have ever, I mean, outside Mark occasionally, but neither one of us have ever really expressed our political <laughs> affiliation. But I think we can all agree the people that are doing these jobs have been doing these jobs for far too long. Like, like one of the universal complaints that we have is that Washington is a mess. And it's been a mess partially because of term limits. Well, and it's, it's, these, are, these are the things, the term limits is basically saying, hey, you can only serve like a president can only serve two terms. But Congress and the Senate don't have that. And guess who votes on whether or not they get term limits? Yeah, exactly. Same people. So now let's talk about this because John Lewis has been in uh, in Congress for a long time or had well, been in Congress for a long time. Years, you know? 35, 35 years. 35 years. That's a long time. And I was thinking. That's that's more than half yours or my life. I was thinking representatives in the House of, you know, in, in, in Congress, uh, the House of Representatives, they only serve two-year terms. Right. So I'm like, wait a second. If it's 35 years, and I went back and I checked. The math is 17 and a half terms. Yeah, 17 terms. He's been elected 17 times. And so if it's two years, they're always running. So I'm like, all right, how bad does it get when you look at that? Yeah, how many people? Remember Strom okay. Thurmond? Remember that guy, Strom Thurmond? He, he was, was a like senator. A, he was like 100 yeah. years old and had been serving since like the 40s or something like that. It, it's crazy. Now, the current longest tenured member of the House of Representatives is from Alaska. Okay. He's served 24 terms. He's been there 47 years. He 47 was, years! He was first elected in 1973 when he was already 40 years old. So how old is he? 40, 46? So he's 87. 87. He is the ironically named Don Young. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in 1933, so his name has turned into a lie, basically. I guess so, yeah. Um, but he is not well, even... Only the good die, Young. He, he'd have to stay another 12 years to top the record. 
Really? For the longest stay in the House of Representatives, which is a guy named John Dingle Jr. <laughs> Dingle. Yep. He served in Michigan for 59 years. How crazy is that? That's what, uh, 20, I don't know how many, 20. It's, it's, it's basically, let's see. Almost 30, 30, 29 30 elections. Yeah 29, yeah, 29 elections. Yeah, it, it's insane. Um, the longest serving senator, and senators serve six years, so it's not as many elections, but it's just right. as many years when you sure. get to, you know. Yeah, it's, it's time. Time is an unrenewable resource. Yep, 51 years, five months is the, is the record. West Virginia, that was Senator Robert Byrd. Wow. So I, it's just it's so if you're wondering if you're you wondering why we are where we are, we are where we are because these guys won't go away. Mm-hmm. So, again, no, no side is being taken here. Just an acknowledgement of I, how long this thing takes. I just thought it was note. It was worth noting when yeah. I saw that. I mean, I thought 35 years was a lot. Um, 47 is more. 59 is more than that. It's math is what that is. It's all crazy. Yeah. Insane. It's a pretty grim list here when you look at, I mean. <laughs> That's an up, uplifting thought. I'll tell you what, we, if we want to travel anywhere, especially as Arizonans, we can't go anywhere in the country right now right. without having a quarantine basically for two weeks. I, yeah, but, we can't even go in the inside the United States, much less internationally. But Americans are pretty locked down also. Everywhere you want to go, they'll make you quarantine for two weeks. They'll make you pay some kind of huge deposit. $3,000 in one country. Yeah, guaranteeing that you don't get anybody sick and yeah. stuff like that. You get almost all of it back, though, so that's um, you got that going for you. Which, which is, is nice. nice. I'm counting. There's nine countries we can go to that have no conditions whatsoever. Okay, let's and give us the top nine. Boy, what a list. Aside from Mexico, I don't think I'd want to go to any of these places. Well, maybe a couple of them. Alba- Mexico's, Mexico's awesome. Yeah, ex- yeah, Mexico's great. We can go there without any conditions. All Albania. Right. Nope. Dom- Dominican Republic, maybe. Nah. Eh. Nah. Kosovo? Nope. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no. The Maldives? I don't even know Maldives. what that is. Maldives? Maldives, yes. Okay, it sounds like something that gets served on a tray with yes. celery and yes. carrots. And I'll have things. a side of Maldives, please. Maldives <laughs> with a Dijon over the top, please. North Macedonia. I wanted to go to South Macedonia, <laughs> nope. damn it. No, nope. the, the Civil War, they broke it up. South South seceded. <laughs> Serbia, Tunisia, and Turkey. Those no! Are the places we, I don't want to go to any of those places. Tunisia Tunisia's the place on the planet where they where they felt was so, was the most desolate place in the universe. Tunisia's where they shot Star Wars to represent uh, Luke Skywalker's home planet. Right. That's that's not yeah. that's not exactly something the Chamber of Commerce should be using as an attraction. Here, come see nothing but sand. So have you guys ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen movies about gladiators? You like movies about gladiators? <laughs> you know? You like hanging around men's locker rooms? Men's locker rooms. <laughs> Tell you what, I've never been to a Turkish prison, but I saw Midnight Express, and that's about as close as I ever Yeah, that's as close. Yeah. Hell yeah. Second scariest movie I've ever seen behind uh, The Exorcist. Absolutely frightening, both of them. Yeah, that was... Yeah, it's it's awful. It, terrible stuff. If, if you ever want to some, have something about uh, anti-drug smuggling movie, that movie still holds up. Oh, yeah, there's, there's no doubt. Yeah. The same way Animal House holds up for college, right. that one holds yeah. up for uh, not wanting to go to prison. Yeah, I never I never needed to see Scared Straight after watching Midnight Express. Nope. Same thing. Yeah. It's Holy it's cow. it's disturbing. It is a disturbing movie. Still, this as an adult, and I saw it. Here's the thing: we've talked about my mom and her permissiveness I, yeah, we as should, a kid. Just in case you don't know, Midnight Express: the guy tries to smuggle drugs, winds up Hashish. having to, yes, having to go to a Turkish prison, and it's 
It's not a club fed. No. Let's just say that. It's not stir crazy is what we're oh, trying to say. God. It's really, really bad. And we've talked about how permissive my mom is and, and was. And she allowed me to watch things like Monty Python and Benny Hill and stuff like that if I wanted to. I saw Scared Straight, all that stuff. My mom sent me to bed about 12 minutes into, into Midnight Express. She's like, yeah, this is not for you. You don't need to see this. And I think it's because I was just getting to that age where I could go yeah. on the subway. And there's a huge train scene there that's very violent. <laughs> yeah. I... Listen, I was 17 when I saw it. It came out in 1978. I saw it in the theaters, and you know, some friends were like, "Hey, let's go see Midnight Express." I'm like, "All right." Sounds like a, you know, it sounded to me like an action movie or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I've never had such a visceral, a visceral reaction to a movie in the right in the beginning. My heart started pounding. Yeah. The no. whole, like the first 10 minutes. You're about to have a heart attack. You're like, I hope this guy doesn't get caught. But then again, if he doesn't get caught, there's no movie. The reality so, is, like 15 minutes into it, you're like, oh, God, this can't get worse. Oh, and no, then it gets worse for another hour and a half. Oh, my God. You're like, how can no. this play? And then it gets to a certain point. You're like, well, it can't possibly get worse, can it? Yes. Yes, it can. Yep. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of evil going on in that in that movie uh, on every level. Yeah. It, it, it is, it's both an anti-drug smuggling movie, uh, an anti-prison movie, an anti-international travel movie. I have no desire to go to Turkey based upon that movie because even because there's also corrupt laws. Yes. No. Like, all the corruption and stuff. When you're in another country, you're, you, know, you can't sit there and just go, I'm an American citizen. Treat me equally. No, it doesn't work that way. No, I'm definitely reconsidering North Macedonia now. Are you? For yeah, travel well, instead of well, Turkey. Well, instead of tur- on a list of places, <laughs> I'd rather go to Tunisia than yeah. a Turkish prison is oh, what I'm saying. God. Uh, I wanted to again uh, encourage you to contribute, not contribute, but just take part if you can in uh, what we're calling tip plus 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. is, you know, if you're if you're doing takeout, if you're going to a restaurant or whatever, you know, some of those establishments have been having a tough time. And the servers, bartenders, et cetera, are having an even tougher time because they haven't been working much. So and, and, and their opportunity to make money now has been cut in half because of uh, capacity limitation. Yep, yeah. exactly. So yeah. you can only have 50% full in restaurants. So, uh, you know, whatever the tip is, tip. And then if you can, if you can, add 10 bucks. Tip yeah. plus 10. Yeah, tip plus 10. Yeah. It's, it's just a nice thing to do. Again, it's going to make your meal a little bit more expensive, and that is a bit inconvenient. But yeah. it could be the difference between somebody who's working in the service industry being able to uh, make their ends meet. Like I, I have a friend who's a musician, right, mm-hmm. which is not really the service industry, but it is sort of extended once well, you know, once they, removed because the bands play. You they, know, they depend on that industry. They depend on the yeah. service industry. So the bars are closed and the clubs are closed, and he's now selling all of his equipment. Stuff that he spent decades putting together yeah. because he needs to make ends meet. Somebody like that could use that ten bucks. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. It's, ten bucks is a. It might be a minor inconvenience for us if you can afford it. Absolutely. But to somebody yeah. else, it's the difference between you know making their livelihood or not making their bills. Yeah, we're saying if you can afford it, you know, because yeah. you may be struggling too right now with the way things are going. We yeah. we were you know again we've been lucky enough to be in here the studio the whole time, right? Still working and, right. and still enjoying doing the show for you. We did uh, my, my wife and I did take out the other night Saturday night and and did the tip plus ten thing. Oh, look at you! Yeah. All right, well you got to live it while you're saying while yeah. you're talking it. Yeah, the thirty seven dollar bill. We went over and picked it up. That's a, that's a seven fifty tip or so. Yeah, I rounded it to eight bucks. Okay, and then I threw ten on top of that. So that's eighteen bucks. That's so, a good yeah. tip. That's and a nice I, tip. Know, yeah, for I takeout just, especially. I'm able, you know, because I'm still working right now, so I was able. That's to almost fifty percent. Grabbed the bag, went home, and uh, they got the order wrong. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
Your heart was in the right place. <laughs> I mean, in that situation, what are you going to do? You know? Your heart was in the right place. Yeah. Your, your stomach's empty, but your heart's in the right place. What are you going to do in Your that wallet's situation? empty, but your yeah. heart's in the right place. Actually, it was still delicious. <laughs> I got my order right. My wife's order was wrong. Oh. But she, you know, she was like, she was like, well, this isn't quite what I ordered, but it's really good. So, and I'm, you know, I'm like that in restaurants too. I mean, if they bring me the wrong food, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can eat this. I'm not, you know, because I'm never there for just the food. It's, right. it's more about just hanging out and, you know, socializing with people. Although, what, I haven't done that in so long. I don't even know what it's like anymore. So. Yeah, I, I, I have learned through the fact that my mom worked in the service industry <laughs> and uh, and I and I worked in a bar industry. I've learned never to aggravate the people that prepare your food. So if they get it wrong, be nice about it if you're going to ask them to change it or yeah. just suck it up, Buttercup. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's probably a good idea. Got to be careful doing that. The only, special, the only special sauce I want is the one that I order on the McDonald's thing, right? Eh, enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> Hey, Phoenix, it's Geronimo. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. All right, we've got Don from Chandler on the phone, and we are going to play ball here. We'll give you a Spanish-language phrase, and then it's your job, Don, to translate it. We will give you three choices. Sound like something you can handle, or are you up to the task? I think so. All right, Don, here comes your Spanish phrase. El sexo no es la respuesta. El sexo es la pregunta. Sí, es la respuesta. Did you hear that? Yeah. All right. Let's give it to you again just so everyone else can get it. El sexo no es la respuesta. El sexo es la pregunta. Sí, es la respuesta. All right. Does that phrase translate into A, I didn't fight my way to the top of the food chain to be a vegetarian? B, never under any circumstances take a sleeping pill and a laxative on the same night. <laughs> Very good advice. Or C, sex is not the answer. Sex is the question. Yes is the answer. Which one is it? You know, I think it's, uh, I, although I'd like it to be B, it has to be C. Yes, yes, yes. is the answer, although not before you buy me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So C is the answer, but as you said, Don, B is worth remembering. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 